Wednesdays around the nation on Triple M. Good afternoon, everybody. It's myself, Tony Martin. <laughs> We've got Ed Gavily. Nasty. Oh. Pushing the buttons, Richard Marsland. And downright boring. Oh, yes. He's turned on us. Wow. Now, is everyone here? Is everyone accounted for? First of all, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for being so pleased to be to make such a great entrance. Uh, I really do apologise for it, but being uh, elected in campaign, sometimes uh, things go wrong. Well, that's very unprofessional, Mr. Abbott. Sure, but uh, uh, I'm not going to do Hey, hey, hey. What's the magic? Kids getting out of school. Shit. All right, it's had all the interruptions, Richard. Nobody can escape the marauding prime minister. They're going to come and visit him. They even interrupt the cadets again. Thank the Dorothy the dinosaur costume off, dude. All right, calm down. Mind you, none of that is confronting as what was going on during the song. Our guest in the next hour, Rob Carlton, doing a press fruit bowl. Up against the glass. Mm. And accidentally teabagging Cecilia on the phone in the process. That's a good day. Sure is. He pushed the buttons to stay rich. I know. That was a few extra limbs. It's an extension of my body. Well, that. I'll fuse it. I don't, I, need, I, need, I don't need to hear extra limbs when you're talking about pushing your buttons rich. I'm yeah. playing Oh Susanna on the piano. <laughs> Like you were with Pauline Hanson that time. Oh. We get so many requests to replay, um, well, one of our biggest sex scandals of the year when Richard Marthon hooked up with Pauline Hanson and she's claiming Richard and her had a thing that started in this camera in 
pretty bad affection there. Hey, don't blame Pauline. How could she resist my pavement t-shirt and collection of Matthew McConaughey movies? You'll have to wait for the book launch to get Pauline's responses. But we did conduct a straw poll today to see who's the latest gospel and who's telling the talking. I believe in Pauline Marks and Lewis Hunter. Richard Marslin. I don't like Pauline Marks. Marslin. If you stay with her, if you deny, I would. I believe that. Is it true Richard Marslin offered to demonstrate the turkey grip? Is it true? Hey, look, the only way to settle this is with a lie detector, okay? Although she didn't have any trouble detecting me. Lying beneath her with my f***. What is it? There's lie detectors lately. How it gets with that report?
combination on Triple M, winding up in three and a half weeks. I'm sure people have heard by now the emails coming in thick and fast. People with ideas for our final week. Yes. What we should do, uh, this bloke wants some uh, theme weeks. He's saying Monday, Rex Hunterthorn. Tuesday, little known fact from TV's Batman. Yeah. Wednesday, just all other crap TV shows. Police Ben Devon on the bus's man about the house. I don't know. Well, they're not crap. Yeah, let's so take that as uh, an insult. Thank you very much. Uh, Thursday, all fart joke Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Friday? Get lettuce stuck in your throat. Friday, which yeah. is what I've managed to do today, Tone. So yeah. I'll either be coughing or talking shortly. It's really bad. Okay. Can I get it out? Is it around the upper globus? I, I need an ear, nose, and throat dude. Okay. Can hear Do we have one on the floor? Okay. Robbie Holden's yeah. outside. He'll be able to perform some kind of phone. Oh, hang on. He's up in the glass again. <laughs> Put it away, sir. <laughs> we will get you. Sorry, Tone. You don't look well today. Oh, it's wrong. Really not. It's not happening. So this is you're full of lettuce. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> finally, finally eating too much. <laughs> and it's starting to come out perfectly formed. I'm like a vending machine. <laughs> Slap me and you'll get a letter. Maybe that's what we'll do on Friday, but Sorry to interrupt. No, he wants to Stephen say go to our spectacular on, on Friday. I don't know about these ideas. They all come from a man called Dave. How oh, come? That's what he says his name is. <laughs> that's right. We were hearing a bit of Police 10 7. Everyone loves hearing this line. Assault! Assault! You catch me, officer. Sorry. Now, on the Police Team 7 that went out on Fox 8 on the weekend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they had a sort of poor man's version of that because people love to do wow, that. Poor man's version. When you get arrested, as soon as you get touched by someone, it's a physical assault. Oh, oh. I think we've got an example. Hit that button, Rich. Well, the police are cleaning up the scene. A call comes in from Constable Kylie Crowley. <laughs> She's been trying to deal with a drunk who's been causing trouble. And one of his friends, Peter, is like one of the superannuation. They're very <laughs> polite. <laughs> Both the cops and the criminals. It's even heating the sound convinced. No. Police brutality, I reckon. I reckon that might be police brutality. Oh, it hurts. Ooh. What do you reckon? Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, but this bloke here, here's a bloke being pulled over on the side of the road. He hasn't got his seatbelt on. No. And the action unfolds. <laughs> To make matters worse, a quick check of the car reveals the ball in the tire. Oh, come on, Jim, come on. You get pulling those in your thoughts on it out. I went to give you a ticket for your seat on a car, you get a price to go away. They're pretty hot on that. Sam, the driver, appears to be taking it all pretty well until he discovers the size of the phone. You know, it's funny, I'm going to take a second on that. They're getting along like a house on fire. Right. They're getting together for a movie after the arrest. <laughs> they're rush out in New Zealand style. <laughs> but see, they say I'm on TV, so they're trying to work out how the show operates. Uh, Maybe yeah, yeah. it's an appearance fee. Anyway, that bloke, um, he's, you know, been given the fine. Yeah. He's gone back to his car. Mm-hmm. 
and then more trouble has arisen. But just as Glenn and Aaron are leaving, Stan decides to do a burn up on the state highway. But this time Stan's in for an even bigger shock. The fine for driving in a manner likely to cause annoyance is $600. Go, leave me, can't drive all anyway. Oh, Mom, man's got to get back to work. Oh, that's not a thing, now, man. Well, we're smart. So can I go to a wedding on my own uh, driveway? This one's probably a little more expensive than the last one. Uh, Come on now. Oh, it's not clever, I don't know what oh, I'm doing. I should be able to catch you real fast. Man. What do you reckon? Well, I reckon if you had the hand, I mean, so stupid and did the right before, I should have been sleeping when we cop another ticket. What did I do? What did I do? Do a burnout right in front of us. I mean, that's not a good piece of Come back to my place, I'll share with a burnout. I was so keen on each other. He did something so they could go on a second date. Exactly right. The relationship is building. But I love that, uh, you know, that's the best line to say to a cop, I find. Why aren't you out catching real crooks? There you go. I like to think that, you know, when they arrested Ted Bundy and found 17 corpses in his basement, he was on about, come on, there must be some real crooks out there somewhere. But uh, the relationship develops. Put your head on. You're just not making any friends here. Oh, f***, wants a couple of things on the roof. Come on, f***, being girls. You've just being girls. But, okay, so nothing has really gone terribly wrong. The guy's clocked up about 750 bucks in fine. But here's what he's done, and this is visual, so we can't really play this bit. But as he walks back to his car, he hits the front of the bonnet of the cop car. Oh, no. Wipes his ass with the ticket. Not bad. What, like pants down? No, no, keeps the pants on. Uh, sort of a... Gets into his car and gives him the finger and screams off again. <laughs> and you think that might be the end of it because the cops are kind of laughing. Yeah, no, no. But then cut to the cops driving up the road 10 minutes later and here's what happens. Oh, At this point, most people would just drive away. But not Stan. He decides to follow the police car. Now tailgating the cops. Eventually, <laughs> Aaron pulls over and Stan drives off into the distance. The finger all the way. So I think we're going to have to get all these guys together the assault guy, the Halcom guy, that guy there. He's not bad. And we're going to have to be. He was a little sober for mine. There's going to have to be a glamorous award ceremony at some point. A very get this Christmas. <laughs> we get all those guys together and we celebrate. I'll bring the eggnog. All right, let's celebrate now with Aerosmith. Jamie's got a gun here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. Brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Use of the year. We know that. Ample Grunt, mm-hmm. uh, and Ample Grunt has been writing into us or someone claiming to hold that name. Stacey Borg, as we know, yes. has been supporting us all year. Uh, Stacey Borg is a man, I've been asked to point out. Like, uh, like Tracy Cox. Is it, oh, Tracy Walter, sorry. Tracy Walter, the actor <laughs> from the uh, Tracy Cox film. Is uh, Tracy Cox an actor in another type of film <laughs> no, you, sure that you know yeah. about, Rich? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Huh? Sex post coming up. Stacey Borg did enter Borgus. It was a lazy attempt. I was a bearded man in the half-destroyed house wearing a beanie and holding because the tape didn't hold a laptop to my person, which I realised had already been done. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. Pretty much just a bloke holding a laptop, though. I think that was kind of the winner, wasn't I it? Think so. 
all up on the uh, the gallery, the bogus gallery, still up there, part of the uh, get this labyrinth huge. And this, it's still staying up there till we finish. Yeah, uh, so many people emailing in supporting us, not just uh, myself and Richard and Ed, oh. but our producer Nikki and her as yet unborn child. He's got a lot of support. Cecilia on the phone. And, of course, the guy who makes all our sketches, Matt Dower, who presumably now is being kept in some dungeon without electricity or air, having that Morse code. That's right. That's lucky. That's pretty true. Uh, and, of course, nerds always behind us here on the program. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why we attract them. <laughs> Could it be conversations like this one, which has been requested by a few people? The time we had Kevin Smith on the show. Oh, film director extraordinaire. Man who made Clerks and Clerks 2 and so many other fine films. Mm. Press that button, Rich. Filmmaker Kevin Smith is with us. I felt like I was back in 1982 listening to that class song. 1982. <laughs> we were still in this country maybe a couple of years away from home video shops in those days. Really? Yeah. I remember there was a guy, uh, my father used to work with, my father worked at the post office. Soul killing work, but we're all really proud of him because, you know, he worked at the post office 30 years and never managed to kill anybody. So uh, he was at work with this dude named Bernie McRae, and Bernie had been married and had kids, but then one of those uh, first divorcers, like, in our community, so, like, immediately went out and bought himself a porno van, like a van with, like, a, a Conan-type figure on one side with, a, like, a, a topless barbarian woman at his hand. And he was the first guy that had a VHS player. And he stopped by his house at one point, and he was showing us bootlegs, original bootlegs of, like, Movies that weren't even available. And um, I remember he went to show us the video. Um, and, and it was, you know, we'd never seen anything. Like, the idea of being able to watch a movie when you wanted to and not wait till it was on, like, you know, the network or something like that. Or see it in the cinema. And he pressed play on, you know, this behemoth of the machine. just as big as a Volkswagen. And then there was a video, I guess, already in it. To my, what would be, eight or nine-year-old eyes at that point, it looked like a woman speaking into a microphone. <laughs> Is this on? But I was like, that microphone doesn't look like anybody. That dude fumbled for the machine so quickly. And my parents were like, ha, 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 ha. It wasn't for years that I figured out what that scenario was. But I was just like, what movie was that? Why is she speaking so closely? They had nothing like that in my local milk bar. I remember they had two titles. So we're they should Porky's to the next day. We filmed, right. And The Wicker Man. These are fun. And once you've seen both, you've shot your wife. You've got nothing. You've got nothing to watch between those two. Did you write a few issues of the Green Arrow? I did. I wrote uh, maybe 12. Well, I was a big fan of the Green Arrow mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Doing the shoes there, that's a, that's a superpower. It was really good at archery. And there's the Justice League of America. I always felt sorry for the guys who had to be carried everywhere, you know, like Batman. Right. Some of them could fly if they had to go to an emergency yeah, on the side of the world. And they're like, Batman, you get Wonder Woman's invisible jet. <laughs> and the Green Arrow, but he was unable to fly. Yeah, yeah it was one of those dudes that had to carry his luggage yeah. more than anything else. <laughs> and they only needed, he came in handy when they needed him to shoot like a boxing glove arrow across the room. <laughs> To trip a button or something about I remember as a kid having, even like at about six or seven years old, having discussions about superheroes. Mm-hmm. Things like, well, hang on, if Superman's costume is like impervious to all bullets, mm-hmm. how did his mum like sew it 
from the blankets into a costume. Like, did she have a needle made of kryptonite? Right. Like, we just been and then like one day I made a career. You know, it's Marvel kind of did away with that very quickly just by saying like all the costumes are made from unstable molecules. <laughs> it was like that pseudoscience where people were like, well, I guess it's unstable molecules. And of course it makes sense. It was like on the Batman TV series when you keep saying, well, they go down the poles and then they're in the costumes at the bottom. What's happening? They're on the way down. And then there was one episode of Batman where the Joker got into the Batcave and got onto the Batpoles and was going up and down and they had a downward looking shot from up in the study. You think, there's nothing, it's just poles all the way down. There's no mechanical arm putting the costumes on. You blew the lid off of that TV show right there. And then later on, you discover women. Emails coming in thick and fast for this program. Uh, listen to this one here. What do you got, Tom? Well, this one is very interesting. This is from a woman called Jessica, who, thanks to this show, has met and begun a relationship with another lady. Oh, what are we doing? Finally, mate. We've turned her off our sex so much. Well, possibly. It's a beautiful email. And hang on, hang on. Uh, what, <laughs> did their eyes meet? Uh, uh, well, it's kind of to do with you. I feel like Casey Case not again. It should be. Uh, not again. Is this a Katie Lang thing? Oh, no. <laughs> we need one of these, uh, you know. Long- I've started so many lesbian relationships. What did Casey Case used to call this? The long distance dedication? That's right, yeah. Is that what it was called? Long distance dedication. Maybe I'll read it out like that. Roughly a year ago, I was browsing his MySpace page. Reading the comments, people left him. When I saw one from a very enthusiastic young lady, I decided to check out her MySpace. Upon noticing that she, like myself, was an avid Beatles fan, I decided to add her. We instantly bonded over our mutual love of Ed Gavily. And of course, get this. Now, we're the best of friends. I'm planning on moving in with her sometime soon. She's the best girl. And I have nobody to thank but you, Ed Gavilly. I'll miss you. And Angus Sampson's sexy, sexy voice. No, it's There you go. Oh, that is great. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. You can see you're looking at me like, that's great. But there's no part of action in there for me. What did this guy get? It's a beautiful story. You built them together. Yeah, you get, you're the conduit between what a beautiful, delightful story. Yeah. But she's still quite keen on Angus Sampson, so you're still in with a chance there. I've got a goodie mask on. How <laughs> <laughs> do I feel about that tone? All right, you never think better break people up, to be honest. Oh, I did. Oh, I didn't know. You know, we should be like, so, can I say why? No, you can't say why. And listeners, that's the point. Tony's got all these emails. Chris is pushing his buttons. And I say things like that, and everything's a stop. Look at me. Right, Ed. Can we ruin some section of your life, please? Oh, Rob Carlton will be in in the next hour. He'll ruin, ruin part of your life, I'm sure. I'm loving to. Uh, but get this podcast one for five. Oh, that's up there. Rex Hunt is back. Oh, George McEncroe from there. He's dropping disaster. Oh, and versus fire. Mr. Fury. So much in there, it's all free. Did I hear what I thought I heard? I'll just keep moving. Triple N.com.au. Get this. That's right. It's all, you know, up there now. And I think um, another one going up there tomorrow. Uh, People, though, are requesting the Nick Kershaw in the Outback sketch. I think we've played it enough on the show. Enough of that. 
but it will be on Get That, the best of Get This going out at the Baker-friendly time at 6 o'clock on Sunday morning. So check that out. I've oh, so many more emails to get to, but a lot of people are saying, you know, promises, broken promises. Yeah. Ed Cavalier's broken a few. Yeah, always. But, you know, I've broken quite a few as well. Have you, Tony? Remember how many new segment ideas I had at the beginning of the year? You were full of them. That haven't come good? You want a new segment? What about this? Upskirting across Australia. Taking no prisoners or permission. Maybe we need some less offensive segments. That wasn't for broadcast. My bad. We're not doing that segment. She's rich. What about a segment, Fred Cavalier? We'll be dating Cave or Cave. That is such a long boat. What a good segment. Caver of love. I don't get it. It's a flavour of love. With flavour, flavour, that's a long bow. That is a great show. We need another fantastic new segment idea. <laughs> really? I'm going to introduce a new environmental affairs segment. Do it? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be called... Now what's melting? That's going to tackle the whole global warming issue. People want a bit of that. We'll tell them what's melting and how long you've got to stand on it. What's that? <laughs> play well with our Arctic listeners. Uh, what else do people... Talent. People love... Oh, people love talent. We are going to have so much talent in the studio. Oh, good. Over the next 10 months. And we're going to have our own talent segment called... <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. What are the public obsessed with? Penis size. That's something that oh, uh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. are obsessed with. Oh, yeah. So, coming up from tomorrow... That's an unusual pairing. Oh, this is going to be great. will that be? Really good. Good <laughs> costumes. I can't say that there'll be much distance work achieved. No, no, doesn't matter. But the floats, <laughs> that's what they'll be called, <laughs> will be spectacular as I tumble from a jetty. Oh, we're going to um, uh, obviously have more radio drama this year because Passiona High was quite popular in uh, 06. Yeah, that was a good one. What are we working on for 07? Dimension flag waving in 07. I still don't know what it is. Read the book. Don't want it. (laughs) You tell me what it is. I can't in this time. Oh, good. Uh, Good And if I did, then I'm sure that would end up on our other new segment. Pure humbug. Pure humbug. And no truth to uh, the segment, let's go up skirting with Richard Marth, and that never happened. Although often you will just feel a sort of shoe underneath your chair in a flash, and you'll just hear this sound. It's heard in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, and Adelaide. Yes, that's right. The home of Richard Marth. <laughs> hey, people are just 
like arriving in Adelaide right now, Rich, and they've got no idea what to do, what would you recommend? I would recommend checking out the extended train line. It's going all the way down to North Terrace. That's pretty exciting. It's trained the face of King William Street. Yeah. It's added pedestrianisation to the oh, that's good. northern part of the city grid. Yeah. That's good. Um, and when you say city grid, yes, you know, and I mean, is it really North, North Terrace, West Terrace, South Terrace, East Terrace? Like greedy? There's a few streets. Oh, oh yeah. There's no curves in the city grid. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nobody flies the flag for South Australia like Richard Bowles really waved the flag. That's true. Let's get up to a quick mountain. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. 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 Sorry, what was that? 
Rob Calton eating a banana. Get out of it, Calton. <laughs> don't, don't put him away. Oh, he's doing the best fruit bowl. It's so delicious. <laughs> fruit bowling, guys. Is that how you promote it? You show what Fox Hill is, guys? Work for America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's delicious? Give me an example. It's stuff on the side. Oh, oh stuff on the side. Okay. Stuff <laughs> on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so delicious. So you could do the song, obviously, when the music comes in. Stuff go into the song. Sound great in the office. So stuff on the side, Rich, is delicious, controlling how much aioli I have with stuff. What is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that from that video? It's from the Bloodhound Gang. Uh, at the very end, Foxtrot uniform Charlie Kilo. Right. And at the very end, Amanda devours a banana. Okay. That's what that is. I thought it was just Mr. Humphreys. What's delicious, Tony? What's delicious? Irony Uh-oh. is delicious. I won't get us into trouble, but thank you very much to everyone around the network who has been faxing me the company's mission statement. Hmm. With the many ironies <laughs> underlined. <laughs> I don't need to say any more. You know who you are. Beautiful work. Very oh. funny. I want a copy of this phone to my house. Fantastic. Uh, okay, so I can. It should really just be food, though, should Let's stay with food. Let's stay with food. Let's stay out of trouble, Mr. Marslin. I was trying to convince some kids who came around to my house last night trick or treating that fruit. And pistachio nuts were in fact delicious. Pistachio nuts are things that you want. I can't do too much more of that. So it's down. Because it's really heavy. Okay. But so, look, so the kids showed up and they're like, trick or treat. And you're like, you came to the right place. We like apricot squares. Yeah, apricot, dried apricots. Oh, oh. A few pistachio nuts. A few? A few pistachio nuts. A handful of pistachios. These are fine. Oh, except that they're not too pro on nuts these days, are they? With kids. No, no, no. They're, they're anti nuts. Yeah, no, maybe I shouldn't have given them nuts, but um, the parents were with them, so I think that was okay. <laughs> all right. Nuts all around. What's anaphylactic, I guess, is the next. <laughs> Look, anything can be delicious. Yeah. I love a banana sandwich. Like both ends working at once. Ah, fantastic. What is delicious, listeners? Call us up. Now let's get into the nitty gritty here, folks. Yeah. I don't want to hear Weet Bix, I know they're delicious. Yeah. What are you doing to the Weet Bix? So, are you chucking yogurt at it? Creation stuff you've come what up with. What are you into? Well, when you're really just alone and no one's around to judge you, yeah. what are you getting? What are you tucking into? Oh, well, you keep it on food. Yeah. Thank you. For some sort of jingle or something. Oh, that looks so delicious. I put the wrong song I put the wrong time in the song here. And I'm just going to look like a maniac. But when you put it in, surely you were like rehearsing it as it was going in. So you put it in yourself. And only now you realise that it doesn't fit with the lyrics. One triple three five three. What was happening yeah. when you were putting it in? Give us a call. One triple three five three. California, the red hot chili peppers. Oh, I'm feeling peckish already. That's what we're saying up to Bag Mountain. Oh, what's delicious? Example, said Kevily. Hi, Ruben. Uh, Ed, hi. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. What's delicious, bro? Vegemite jam and egg. Mm. Oh, you might jam an egg, Ruben. Yeah, awesome. What flavour jam? Um, strawberry. But doesn't the, the bitterness of the mite sort of bite the jam? No, it gives it that sweet and sour taste. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Because I often have sweet and sour pork in my cornflakes. Uh, <laughs> and maybe this is a kind of similar kind of vibe. Good on you, Ruben. Thanks, Good of egg holding it all together. Just keeping it down, keeping the protein up. I Good on you, Ruben. Whether that really is delicious or just whether these callers want you to go and try this afternoon. They're <laughs> <laughs> probably up to. Hi, Chris. Hey, young guys. Excellent. What's delicious? Um, it's not me, but a mate of mine. So his missus doesn't touch his ice cream, he puts chilli flakes in it. Wonderful oh. idea, Chris, because I used to... Such a sound plate. There it is. Uh, hey, Chris, because, you know, I used to love a maxi bon uh, in me youth, and uh, I was going out with a girl that refused to buy an ice cream but would insist on three or four bites of my maxi bon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I should have done this very poor. Arsenic would have worked as well, but I should have done this very But what's the... So, what kind of flavour do you get out of that? Oh, oh, I have no idea. I don't want to try it, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be a real good one, I bet. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Well, Cheers, boys. Nice talking to you. I don't know whether it's really delicious, but um, there's obviously a security issue. <laughs> be right. Uh, hi, Chris. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Excellent, bro. What's delicious? Box of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Flavoured chips as well? Yes, I do, but I only the strawberry, though. The strawberry's the one for me. Yeah, because you're a man of taste and poise. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So instead of a flake bar in the Sunday, get yeah, no, chip. Hot chips. Hot chips. It's got to be the hot chips. The flake just ruins the taste. I'll often have uh, a soft serve and then just use a rack of lamb as a spoon. <laughs> it's some real. Okay, I won't go that far. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a duck in every day. Uh, Thank you, Chris. I'm enjoying this photo, by the way. It's rolling. Hello, Greg. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you going? Excellent. What's delicious? Uh, peanut butter and cold floor sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I used to have them as a kid all the time. Did you have all the mates used to reckon I was absolutely nuts. So what do you how does it how does it go down, Greg? Because the mayonnaise would be quite tangy and then there's cabbage in there. How, how does the peanut butter fit into this uh, beautiful? It gives it a sweet taste over the top. Yeah. Good on you, Greg. This is quite a picnic we're assembling. <laughs> Let's burn it home. Okay, one more. And thanks for not taking part, you two. Uh, hi, Mark. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Gus. Yourself? Excellent. Uh, what's delicious? Oh, so it's an English muffin. You rip it in half, of course. Put it in the toaster. Mm-hmm. And on top, you put Nutella and peanut butter. Really good topic. <laughs> 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 
the ones we missed out on, chocolate cake and bacon from Drew. Wheat Bix and soy sauce I've done before. It's no Wheat Bix and Worcester sauce, I can tell you that. <laughs> Our apologies to Drew and Fruit on hold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm seeing this. There's a whole channel on Foxtel will be wide up this show. The Ed Cavalich Food Channel. Really good stuff. The chili on the ice cream. Dead set uh, winner, I'd say there. Well done. All right, forget about snacks there because we've got a man coming in next who knows where all of your bodies are buried. I love him. He's got a lot to say. Rob Carlton. I compare them to listening to a radio station with what they call the white noise where you haven't got the station. And it's just... Out at the moment. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm beating, beating about my things. I've got, I've got, I've got one of those heads. Okay, yeah. look, 
Again, yeah. Richard obviously doesn't think it's attractive, and yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, opinions, opinions. Um, What's your lookalike? You told us last oh, time. Right, you're I'm, like, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a, what, the love child of Peter Sterling and Jackass. Sterling and Jackass. My cross cards. <laughs> or if Joel Edgerton, then you got a brother that had been kept in the basement, like a secret evil brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rob. So sort of the basket case. I'm not sure I like where this is going. No, 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 fair enough, Robbie. Eh? Well, I mean, look, okay. What? What? Hey, Dr. Franklin. Well, thank you. Hello. I see an issue. Before, when you were saying I was doing a breast fruit bowl against the glass, I was doing a cry for help. I was stuck to the glass. <laughs> I was trying to get... Now, don't ask me why I had my, my shirt off, and that had nothing to do with tea bag and senior. I, I was trying to get through the glass here, yeah. and then I stuck to it yeah. like a little rubber sucker. Yeah, part of your body suction. So it was very confronting from this side. I didn't tell you that. Yeah, and if I didn't buy those lace and mandos when he was in fashion, <laughs> I would have come off without your help. Let's get to Shandon yeah. Features. Oh, okay. Now, this is a great new series. Wonderful. I've seen the first two F. Yes. Uh, Ed Cavalier's in the first one. Ed Cavalier's playing the loneliest cousin in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Episode one is about a, uh, a couple. So, so Tom Sandon's this guy that he loves, he loves, he's a documenter and he wants to yeah. shoot the truth. That's right. But his clients are cheap and he tends to shoot weddings and parties yeah. and, you know, dog lovers. First episode is a wedding video mm-hmm. with a couple getting married. That's the cousin. Yeah. So I scoured the earth looking for an appropriate <laughs> cousin, Mary. Yeah. And of course, look, yeah, you know, that's look no further than my dear friend, Ed, Ed, Ed Cavalier. Thank you very much. And I tell you what, and up close, and, and I've never looked at him that close. Which I no. Know, but with the with the wisdom of cameras, we got a few close-ups, and he's got a whoopee eye. I do. Yeah, in a close-up situation, there isn't anybody that fits the bill of cousin lover. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very no, sort of wistful performance that you've extracted from him, I have to say. You say he, he's, can I say, like, don't decide, whoopee eye, you know, that ignore He's getting more whoopee as they get older. I didn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to say, but I, I, for a moment I thought I'd bring you a mirror so that we could slot it next to your eye so that you could see straight. But that, again, that, look, that's just, well, that's wits doctoring at best, and let's not. Let's not do that. <laughs> it is a beautiful, beautiful performance. Yes. And let me say to those people out there that have touched the cousin, um, I'm not judging this. No. Right? This is a celebration of that sort of life. Yeah. These people have been forced into the cupboard and the closet and the basement too long. Too long. They've been down there. Yeah. And if we can take one example of greatness from the royal families of England and, and, <laughs> yes. and France, it's cousin life. Okay. And, and that, what? Well, it's true, and, and let's be honest. We've all, we've all, if we haven't done it, we've thought about it. We've, well, again, over to you, Ed. Go on. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Let's explore that. No, I think that uh, everyone's been in the situation at an extended family gathering. Where you're scouring, water it down, Hang on, ameliorate the dirty truth of your cousin love. But you wouldn't know in this family because the family tree is so. This is what I'm saying. Family bramble. It's convoluted. That's why I've got a mulberry bush. I've got to have, you know, the genealogy of everyone laid out in front before we hook up, because it could well be yeah. one of your relatives. Right. Without a shadow of a doubt. Could be anyone out there. How are you going, you say? And, it, it, and they all look a bit like you, don't they? Well, well some, some, some of the Chinese ones don't, but that's <laughs> another story. Now, when you can see Shandon Pictures... Okay, so Shandon Pictures is on Movie Extra. Okay. It premieres on Foxtel Saturday the 10th. Right, so you've got to have Foxtel, and then you've got to have what I don't have, which is the Movie Extra package as uh, well. Yes, my friend. But now it's the time. Look, you're a lovely bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I lied about the lovely stuff. Oh, my God. 
So, no, the thing about uh, the guys over at Movie Extra is um, they're pretty kind of new age, funky, yeah. funky guys. So in terms of being able to download the show, find the show, uh, yeah, this is the key. We're moving right. into this great new technology. So if you go to their website, www.how about you just Google Shand on yeah, digital yeah, data. Data. Right. There you go. Um, you can download these things and you can find the show. But it is on Foxtel, get amongst it. Um, there's a lot of cars in line. But that's just first episode. Look, can I say that it's tasteful cousin love. Yes. And there's a little, I think everyone will see a little bit of themselves <laughs> in this cousin action. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's a character dangle. Beautiful. And what date? When does this start? Uh, Saturday, 10th of November. Thing, and, then it, and then they do repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Funniest Home Video. So, and, uh, and, we, and we were aware of that clash and what a, what a popular and great show that is. So we've also programmed it at 10 o'clock on the following Thursday. Yeah. 10 p.m. Ed, I know you'll be asleep, but I do. Link it. Who are you going to do? All right, that's sorted. That's the business out of the way. Let's get down the shallow. We next will get this. <laughs> A musical ending, 20 mo classics there. That's My Chemical Romance. Um, on Triple M and Rob Carlton is here. Well, but, uh, and uh, he's providing booze at the moment. Boo! Yeah. Pretty much free of charge, <laughs> available for download. Bing! Oh, he's mixing it up. Rob, did you discover young E. Cavalier here? Is that fair to say? You're kind of a mentor figure to him. Or? <laughs> I would say so. The first time Rob gave me my first job uh, hosting theatre sports at the University of Sydney, an institution that's been going for 18 years. That's a lie. I didn't give him his first job. I told him how to assume the mantle of the first of oh, the job. He came to me. He's a lovely kid, wide eyed and really, you know, fine eyed. <laughs> yeah, call it what you will. Fine eyed and what And he said, uh, Look, I really want to do this theatre sports job. How do I apply? Mm. And I said, Well, dude, this is the university. You don't apply, you just set it all up, you, you, you organise classes, and then you go and inform the people that are paying you yeah, right. that you're now the new theatre sports host. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah, it did, man. When there's a power vacuum and you fill it, you're the guy. That's such talent. And they gave me an office and everything, right? Oh, right. Oh, I had a computer. Did you get a bucket for minties? Did you do good minty work? Yeah, we said for minty work. Yeah. Yeah. But I knew that Rob was my guy. When I got to university, the first, I think it was the first week I was there, mm-hmm. him, uh, Adam Spencer, and Andrew O'Keefe uh, yeah, from Deal or No Deal were playing theatre sports and a team known as Lick Me, I Know You're Dirty. Play with a day. He's my guy. What a thing that was. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, and it's amazing. It's a fact not, not widely known. No. Uh, the, the word Lick Me, I Know You're Dirty can be sung to almost any major tune of sound fan. Fantastic. Yeah, well, he does maintain that tradition of uh, trying to think of an X-rated version of every song on the Triple E playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hello. What's the Rob Thomas one you love? Oh, uh, 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 what about his wee small penis? We can't say small penis. The kid's coming out of school in about two and a half minutes. Get out of system now. Oh, my dear, mate. I'm not sure. Lower the tone. You're both lower the tone. I'm leaving a little clammy. Let's try and clean things up with music. I've had a lot of requests. Trent Wiseman is just the latest to request this classic Kim Beasley press conference. Mr Beasley, do you expect the Labor Party to form a unified view with regards uh, to uranium at any time in the future? Why? Of course not. Why would we do that? That's not what the party's about. Uh, agreeing on things. Why would we get on that path? Well, the suggestion is that the party's left is about to cave in on the three mines policy. Well, look, uh, if that happens, I'll, 
I changed my mind back again. I mean, we can't have the Labor Party having one view on things. But it's this kind of squabbling that's seen your approval rating drop to its lowest point ever. Well, I don't agree with that. I think it can go a lot lower. I think I can get it down to single figures. And I'm not going to be able to do that if we start having unified views. Right. Uh, just what is the Labor Party about these days? Look, you've seen the news. It's about fat blokes, glasses and beards, standing in a town hall on a cold night, shouting each other about things that people don't really care about anymore. Versus blokes in shiny suits. They're basically the Liberal Party with a different coloured girls in We've worked very hard to get it to that point. I was just going to piss all that away now. Oh, Mr Beasley, do you realise that uranium earns us more than half of what we earn from cheese exports? But I like cheese. Of course I like cheese. Who said I don't like cheese? Nobody. Cheese is great. Are you suggesting we could build a reactor that's powered entirely by cheese? Um, no. Cheese power. A cheese-powered economy. It's clean, delicious energy. What are you talking about? Cheese. I think we should be exporting cheese. Well, we are exporting cheese. I love cheese. I want some cheese. Can I have some cheese? Uh, Mr Beasley, if we can put cheese aside for a moment, um, what do you say to these polls that suggest that you haven't got a hope in hell of winning the next election? I don't say anything. I just get a photograph, digging a hole. Putting a kitty on the head. Slave it from a place. We're eating some cheese. I really like cheese. Yes, um, you mentioned that. D does Martin Ferguson like cheese? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. If he does like cheese, then I don't like it. And if he's middling on cheese? Well, then I'll be photographed at school, patting a kitty on the head, smiling for no reason at all, sending him on his way, saying, when you grow up, son, have some cheese. Right, we're just mentioning cheese for no reason at all now, aren't we? Do you think it's possible a piece of cheese would do a better job leading the Labor Party? I don't know. Do the public like cheese? Um, yes, I, I think they do. Oh, well, no, then I'll be staying on. <laughs> Well, uh, let's move on to Tom Shand on oh, yeah. your character in this show. Now, he's a filmmaker and ambitious filmmaker. 
filmmaker. Yeah, he, he's an ambitious filmmaker. He's trying to do his best. He's got a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. often yeah. into tears, though. Oh, look, it's a tragedy. It's waiting to happen. Well, he's one of those guys that accelerate relationships. Oh, he's really... Yeah. So, so filmmaking debacles, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Right up, Tom well, Bell. That's what we're doing. It's just and, and now it doesn't have to be professional filmmaking. It no, could just be something you've shot on your phone at a nightclub mm-hmm. or yeah. at school. Isn't that, doesn't that heart, heart back to upskirting? Today's key phrase at the end of the show. What about? I'm not doing it. I got the music wrong. That's fine. Well, it's like 
you know, if it's not Britney, it's from. And I said, mate, well, if that's the case, you wouldn't look at it, because God got your eyes wrong. It's third ugly. It's third ugly. That's a lot of fingers, Nicky Hamilton. I know we should go to a break. Call us with your filmmaking disaster. Big or very small. One triple three by three. Now consider going pop or sorry, the news. Around the nation, it is. Get this is on right now. If you're listening to your radio, Rob Carlton is, is here. Hello. Having trouble putting sentences together today. You can just take these syllables and assemble them at home on your computer into a coherent phrase. Filmmaking debacles. There's one we're talking about. Them. Who's got one in Cavalier? G'day, Adam. G'day, how you Excellent, mate. What happened? Well, a friend of mine was doing uh, practice laps at uh, Phillip Island. He was aspiring to be a uh, superbike racer. Fair enough. And uh, all he got um, when he was supposed to look back over his footage and see how he'd done was me talking on my phone and missing every shot of the camera and into the straight. So I thought, that sounds like, oh, oh, Adam, and I thought, Adam's doing practice slap. dirty little thing. What sort of phone call was that? Sorry. Yeah, was the footage still entertaining, though? Ah, it was all right. So did the job. Well, yeah, unfortunately, I was talking about the guy who was writing on his music, so it didn't work out too well. And uh, how fruity was it getting? Uh, look, 
fruity enough to, you know, uh, get rid of the PG rating, definitely. Right, so did you just abandon the scenario you'd embarked upon and just made this the main feature? Uh, I was thinking of, yeah, sort of getting a sub-narrative going on, but uh, instead I just chucked the mic in the hallway and just made ambient noise. It was... Often when you watch the old film The Ten Commandments, yeah. in the background, just people absolutely going for it. I know. What, just kissing? More than that. What, touching? Yep. All right. Rubbing. We'll have rubbing. Evidence of that on tomorrow's show. Thank you, old sir. Yeah, yeah Adam, closely, just though. one quick apology. Adam, sorry for calling you camp before. That was my homage <laughs> to real estate agents all over the world. <laughs> Ocean glimpses, that's a very nice phrase. Mm. Write that down. We're going to get that phrase in before the end of today's show, gratuitously. If we don't get that song from Ed Kevley next, I'll get this. Come down off the ceiling, please, Rob Carlton. There's a draft up there. <laughs> there is. There's a draft in the roof of our studio. So how long have you been in this studio for? All this year. Right. And, and, and no one but me has found a draft no. lurking three inches from the roof. We're too busy worrying about the fact that sunlight gets in here in the years. I'm not very happy about that. Shandon Pictures, mm. movie extra on Foxtel. Fine new series starting on Saturday. Saturday week. November 10, mate. Yeah. It's chock full of good people. You've got my good self in the first one. Ed Cavalier. If you are an Ed Cavalier fan, please do it. Because his performance, quite seriously, it's really fun. Thank you, Sampson's in that one. Rosie Sampson is in that. And he comes back. His character, he plays the, 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 the reverend that mm. uh, marries, the twi- the marries the cousins. Mm-hmm. And then uh, marries the twins. That's serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then comes back with his own his own religion. What oh, a multi-denominational faith. Any cameos from like big time like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger does not make an appearance in the show. Do you like? Oh, yeah, we've got we've got um, Justin Clark. Oh, Belpsy. Belpsy comes in for this knockout scene right at the end of the series, and he's got the he's just got this beautiful shade of kind of. Up bling about it. Did you like my torturous attempt to get to our Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. sketch? I better get to it quickly. Let's cross now. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> to the California bushfires. Uh, Mr. Governor, what can you do to reassure the people of California that they're right? All I know, right, is that, ladies and gentlemen, the flames have been permanently. <laughs>
supposed to travel through time. It doesn't make any sense. There's no need to go to the plane and have to act. That is right. They have to eat. They have no thing. Okay, we really are. We're going to burn you up. I see that I don't know. This ain't here. I have terminated your right to burn all the properties to the ground. Schwarzenegger does not make an appearance in the show. Do you like it? Oh, we've got, we've got um, Justin Clark. Oh, Belts. 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 He's great. Belts, he comes in for this knockout scene right at the end of the series, and he's got the, he's just got this beautiful shade of kind of dashed up bling about it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Did you like my torturous attempt to get to our Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. sketch? I better get to it quickly. Let's cross now. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> to the California bushfires. Uh, Mr. Governor, what can you do to reassure the people of California that they're right? Ladies and gentlemen, the flames have been terminated. I'm not 
the most incredible full time. He doesn't make any sense. There's no need to go to the play. They have to have That is right. They have to They have no thing. Okay, we really are. We're going to burn you up. I see that I don't know. This ain't here. I have terminated your right to burn all the properties to the ground. Thank you.